Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jonathan Elias. And I am Star Rock. And this is the first episode of the year of the AURM podcast. Woo! Applause! Y'all, we got got sound effects now. All right, y'all. So this episode, we're going to be talking about everything black, unapologetically black. And there you go. We start in Black History Month with this awesome, awesome podcast. And I can't wait to talk to you about everything you got going on, Star and everything you got going Ooh. on. We were actually talking about this behind the scenes. Yeah. Some of the, some of the things we've been working on. Junkets. Yeah. Junkets. Right. <laughs> right. A lot of stuff coming up. I just did one for Harlem. You know, talk to Megan Good mm-hmm. and Jerry Johnson. Amazing, amazing black women. Um, so we're excited about season two. I just did Gabrielle Union for... Um, Truth be told, she's uh, going to be on Octavia Spencer's uh, third season of Truth Be Told. And it um, talks about uh, how the media does not give a F about talking about black women and girls that are mm-hmm. trafficked. Wow. So it is very, very possible, uh, uh, very, very deep. And um, yeah, I, I watched the entire season in one day so it took a lot out of me gabrielle union opened up about her getting raped and when she was the police asked what she was wearing and you know why it happened kind of to put the blame on her so um it was powerful it was very powerful i mean we saw how the media treated megan the stallion come on right? that's a whole other situation speak I mean, on it the the lengths people went through mm-hmm. to discredit her mm-hmm. it was am- it was crazy yeah yeah. But on a lighter note, because <laughs> we can get back into that. That's a whole other topic. But um, on a lighter note, I did a junket last week for Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Ooh. That is Marvel Comics' newest offering to the MCU coming to Disney Plus in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I'm a comic book head. I'm, I'm so excited about Moon Girl specifically because it's it's definitely it's family friendly um it's one of the first comics i bought when i was pregnant with my daughter and i said this is going to be the comic book that i intro i used to intro her to comic books she's six now and she's into it so i can't wait for the cartoon i chatted with Lawrence fishburne who um he's like an exec he's executive producer but he's also um a character in an episode or two 
Very big comic book nerd nice. as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, actress Diamond White. Diamond White was in um, Tyler. I can't remember which uh, Tyler Perry. It was one of the Halloween Boom. She's, uh, been, a of, Boo, she's uh, been in a lot of things, of but um, I most remember her from one of the Madea Boos. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so bad right now, but um, she voices the main character, oh, um, nice. Moon Girl. Moon Girl is like... Um, in, in the cartoon, she's nine. No, she, in the cartoon, she's 13. In the comic, she's nine. But she's a little girl. Okay. She's a genius. She's the smartest person in the MCU. Brown girl. Wow. Black girl. Wow. Um, so, yeah. It's, I it's, love that. It's going to be something to see. And visually, the cartoon is really nice. It's, it's giving. It's giving. Okay. So. Well, big ups to uh, all the stuff that we're looking forward to watching and the people that we interviewed. Uh, we out here doing the damn thing as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about uh, anything you got going on. You know, for this year, what were your New Year resolutions? Let's yeah. let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I so I like to think of resolutions as ongoing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't always want to be like, okay, so this is the top of the year. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do. I like I'll set an intention for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so my intention for the year is completion. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of creative projects that I've started and abandoned, or that I want to start have not started, and I just want to see something that I started maybe last year or the year before come to full circle. Um, There is one thing that I actually have to complete. Um, I am going to be hopefully a part of, there's going to be a book series on black women telling womanist feminist stories. Okay. So I'm one of the people that'll be a part of that book. That's all I can say right now. Um, I wrote my first draft sort of it was like my pitch um did that last year got my edits back and so i do have to finish that i think i have until march (laughs) so definitely gonna finish that but then other stuff too like stuff that that is just for me yeah we love it (laughs) so um me and my best friends we every year for the first brunch of the year we come together and we um have one word uh like a, a group goal um and usually that group goal becomes my new year resolution so I think 2023 must be uh, the year of executing mm-hmm. because that's ours, execution. Yes. All right. Um, last year was accountability. Um, this year is executing. And I'm super happy that that's it because I started off j- with January just like g- with guns blazing. Um, I have so many projects that I've created um, that now I'm going to be pitching to different networks, oh, media wow. outlets. Literally, as we're leaving the brunch, I get hit up by a homeboy that just left Netflix and joined Tubi and said, pitch me some shows. So I'm pitching shows. I'm doing the Issa Rae and the Quinta Brunson. I'm pitching shows that I created and that I could star in or act in as well. So um, got my acting agent. Uh, well, no, that's part of the executing is getting an acting agent because I already have a commercial agent. I got my acting coach, Leland Thompson. What, what's up? You know, shout out to him. And I booked a, a show, Complicated Atlanta. Nice. So you're going to be on our TV screen. Yeah. I mean, you already are. But yeah, like... but this time I'm going to be butt naked because um, my first <laughs> episode, I am having sex. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so, um, no, but, you know, I say that to say this is the first month and I've already accomplished so much and I know that there's so much more to come so i want everybody out there you know even if it's not a part of your uh, new year resolution just throw that in there execute and complete yes. yes yeah so tell me about okay not to harp on this but um tell me about 
<laughs> simulated hmm. sex. Is it awkward? Uh, How awkward is we'll, it? <laughs> we'll find out in March. We're going to find out in March because I haven't shot it yet. Okay, so okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you know. We're going to come back the next episode hey, we'll uh, and, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, because I'm a little nervous. Yeah, I can imagine. Not going to hold you. I'm a little nervous, but um, I know I know that this is part of the journey. You know, the greats have done it. You know, so um, I'm just uh I'm I'm just working on my squats. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me more about Tubi because I've been seeing like clips from some of the the content on there, and mm-hmm. it's it's creative. It is I'll very creative. Sure. <laughs> it is very creative. You know, you have your some great, some not so right. great. Um, I'm definitely trying to be a part of the great. You know, mm-hmm. um, they they have given us a lot of opportunities. You know, black creatives, and that's what I love about it. You know, that's and. Cool. Um, for those that aren't so great, it's because of, you know, not having enough money or, you know, the production not being up to par. But it's not the the storyline or mm-hmm. the creative uh, part about it. So that just goes to show that, you know, once you have a backing, then, you know, we will make it. Because if you had thrown Insecure on Tubi with no money, it might look bootleg, yeah, you know what I mean? But yeah. they had HBO backing it up because they believed in her so once we get more of these major platforms to believe in us then we're not going to be coming out with no bs you feel me so um i'm 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 very excited about that process um i met up with the people from all black um i'm trying i'm trying to you know really capitalize on on these black networks and media outlets because that's what we've been asking for right so like once we get them we can't be sitting back like "Mm, this shit is ghetto or "Mm, the quality so what okay so what because these white people still gonna uh support theirs so we gotta support ours let's let's keep that within you know the family let's talk about you know how it might look and how we can make it better but don't be saying that out loud you know we need to come together shoot sometimes i think bloopers add character (laughs) yeah (laughs) it sure does i like watching them (laughs) but 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 no i definitely get what you're saying we definitely um should support support the creators we know everyone knows a creative everyone knows someone with a project it's hard man it's hard out here it's hard out here you got the competition not only competition you got when you start pitching it to different people them that's stealing it. your ideas that's like a big one. it's a big one and it's like imagine having a baby and they just take it mm-hmm. and get away with it and act like it's theirs you know what i mean that's hard so so we we need to we need to support each other i remember i worked for a network i i won't say the network's name but um there was a running joke <laughs> In the office, because they they would always say like, "Oh, we need to tap into the creatives in the office," and like they even had like a pitch competition. And stuff. <laughs> Nobody participated, yeah, because it was like a running joke. We we're like, "Nope, we've seen them steal ideas before. We're not doing that." So. I, I, pro- I probably know the network. <laughs> you might. Uh, I worked with one just like that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm 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 excited about that. I, I just want all of us to go out there and do what we thought that we couldn't do. You know, because I could never see. I never saw myself pitching an idea uh, and and starring in it in it or even shooting stuff myself you know i'm also going to be doing that i'm shooting a short um and also my own teaser for another show that we're going to be pitching so it's just it's an exciting year it's an exciting year that's what's up Mm -hmm. yeah for me i definitely i want to write more fiction Mm -hmm. so that's that's something um and uh well yeah write more fiction and then maybe pitch a nonfiction book we'll see there's okay. a lot of things in the works again 
have a billion ideas just need to act on one because um, I think that's part of my problem too like yeah. I'm like okay I'm doing this okay now I'm feeling this I'm going to yeah. do this and then it's like you d- you didn't focus on anything uh, so. yeah that's the worst <laughs> you you definitely have to um you know focus on a project and make sure that you complete that that's why execution that's the biggest the biggest thing mm-hmm. in in these because we have all the ideas now we just got to learn how to you know really set our mind to that one and finish it and then move on to the next there we go. There we go. All right. I, I like that. I know. Fiend in to press that button. All right. So um, let's talk about some stuff that is happening in black culture. Yeah. Shall we get into um, any new movies that came out? You people. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about what's out here. Okay. You people. So we just talked about. Yeah. We, we, we both saw it on Netflix. We both saw we both I saw it feelings. last night. Oh, you saw it last night. I saw, I saw last it last night. night. So let's talk about what we heard about it before. So now what I heard about it before was it's amazing. It's so cute. Oh, really? um, I loved everybody. Wow. And what did you hear? I heard a lot of mixed reactions. I heard people. I heard everything. Like people said they hated it. I heard people that said like me, I feel like it was cute. Like I'm not going to tell anyone it's amazing. It was cute for what it was. A cute little funny movie. But then I heard people that were just, they were just in the middle. They were like, eh. I, you know, right. I either loved or disliked it. Yeah, so so I'll go and say what I thought about it. <laughs> okay, so I saw this with Bernie Mac, Ashton Kutcher. I saw this years ago. All right, the same story. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I didn't see nothing different from that story except for real acting. Um, we love Lauren Ooh. London. We love Lauren Ooh. London, but I could not get into how she just felt so cold. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not feel the love between her and there was no chemistry. Like even in the, in the, in the shot of the, the actual picture, the, uh, the picture of the, the show on Netflix, like it's, it's got them holding hands. It looked like she don't even want to be there. (laughs) And, you know, like I said, you know, I love Lauren London. I love Nipsey, you know, shout out to them throwing a lot of his, like talking about marathon, showing his murals, playing his music. That's my family. You know, he's actually a cousin from by marriage because we're both Eritrean so I love that and I love you know supporting Lauren but like damn they could have thrown Kyla Pratt or Megan Good or somebody up on there (laughs) and like I would have got a real reaction like I felt no chemistry between her and what's the white boy name Jonah Hill Hill. I've saw Jonah giving him giving his all I actually saw that he, you know, he put his act because I mean, he he co-wrote it with Kenya Barris, so mm-hmm. like I understand that, but like God damn, like it was like she ain't even want to be there. <laughs> it was hard for me to watch, so I fell asleep for half of it. Oh dang! <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so did you ever get to see it? I got no, the okay. end. I got to the end. I was. Dang. I see where it's cute, but like I said, I saw a better version when I saw it with Ashton Kutcher and Bernie Mac. Oh damn! You know the Ashton Kutcher Bernie Mac one. That that's based on Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Yeah, Sydney Poitier and all of that. Yes. Um. So I yeah I definitely agree with you. The the chemistry between Jonah and Lauren to me it just gave friend. It never gave yeah, friend. Yeah. So yeah. like you never see them really f. You know, you barely saw them kiss. Like when I saw them under the covers, I said, I know damn well they're not going to show them <laughs> effing. And they show didn't. They showed their feet touching. Like, I, I, I like that they didn't, though. I like the, in, the insinuation, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like that if I could actually get the chemistry between them yeah. so I could it could insinuate it. What it insinuated was they had a sleepover <laughs> and they told each other little girlfriend stories. <laughs> 
Uh, I thought Julia Louis-Dreyfus was hilarious. Yes. Um, David Duchovny was surprisingly funny. I didn't expect him to be... Um, and I feel like a lot of it was improv. Like, yeah. you know, um, the scene with him at the piano singing Everyday People. <laughs> yeah, John Legend. Oh, my God. And then, like, the microaggressions were really funny to me because they felt familiar. Like, mm-hmm. um, there was a scene when she, <laughs> when David Duchovny was like, I like, like, he was staring at her for a minute. And then he was like, I like your braids. Yeah. <laughs> Exhibit has braids. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, see. And I've, I've experienced yeah. I know all of us yeah, in we this have. room have experienced some those weird liberal white people microaggressions. That is a very specific genre of microaggression. Yeah. Um, and that's what I got from it. So I, I thought that was funny. Um, I don't know. Eddie Murphy, he was good, but it was given too much. It was just given to. I, I love Nia Long. I love Nia Long and her uh, sarcasm, his, her timing, her comedic mm-hmm. timing is actually really good. Um, I, I Yeah. Uh, the mom. I liked her, the uh, Jewish mom, even though, you know, it kind of irked me. But, like, I, I liked her acting. You know, I liked um, the story that that they told um, on on her side. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hate it. So I didn't hate it, but I was just like, uh. okay. But, yeah, no, I just, it was like a cute little date. It was cute for what it was. But I do want to say um, stories like that. Um, it's cool. It's cute. But I want to see uh, some more variations of that type of story. Yeah, maybe like, that's what it was. Maybe it's like, um, I don't know, black woman dates Asian guy or Asian guy or Asian girl dates black man or uh, black queer or like, person yeah. that hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Then goes across inter yeah across or or, Afri- or African American marries an African right, right, you know family whole... because like that right there we're getting a lot more than we did before mm-hmm. you know so like the fusion of those cultures and families that right there is what Caribbean I want to see American African you see what I'm saying yeah, yeah. I don't care about that that and Jewish <laughs> people and, and black people getting together I mean I see it all the time I love I love both cultures okay I'm not saying I don't but like we've seen this this story you know it, yeah. it wasn't hard for them to write it because we see it all the time so yeah okay, uh, okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> shall we talk about oscars and all that yeah, all that good stuff Rich. yeah <laughs> all right yeah you bring that in because i know you're yeah, talking um so i'm I pay I pay less attention to award shows. I mean, I've always kind of been the person to I would watch award shows for the actual performances. Mm-hmm. I like the performances. I don't really necessarily care who gets who gets what. I've never been that kind of person. Um, but yeah, like I know there have been some upsets. Like okay, so first of all, we know that Angela Bassett is nominated for I think best supporting actress. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, Black Panther two, um, I'm you know I, got, I would have to pull up the whole list of people, but people were upset about the Woman King and and I was too. Did you see the Woman King? I did. I didn't get to see it. I absolutely loved it. The only thing that I did not like, and y'all don't beat me up, but I'm African, so I could say it. I did not like Viola Davis's accent mm. at all. Like it was very very hard to to watch that part i'm not i'm half nigerian y'all so i know a west african accent and i know when somebody's trying to put one on it's it's it's, it's kind of like cringy for me but um the other actors whoo what do you think about the accents in um, black panther the same okay the same but um 
for some reason, this one was because I, I still saw Annalise Keaton. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, I feel like that too. Like, yeah. oh, she's a good actress, she but I feel is. like when I see her and other stuff now, I just I just can't get Annalise Keaton. She out of my she head was uh, she was a lawyer in Africa uh, right, to no. me. But no, 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 no. Uh, I love the story. I love the acting. I love the action. Um, love like I said the storyline. The accents for everybody else. I absolutely loved it. Um, so I still do think that the Woman King movie and the supporting actors should have gotten at least a nomination. Something. And I think that um, the Academy or whatever, you know, just gave, gave all, put all, put all the eggs in the uh, Wakanda Forever basket. They was like, mm-hmm. this is all we gonna give like, y'all, Negroes. All right, mm-hmm. listen, y'all, y'all gonna be happy with this, but no, we're not. <laughs> we're not um uh, yeah so i i definitely think that women king should have um gotten something okay i think um people need to figure out if they are for awards or not because i feel like there's always this thing of like whenever something whenever announcement get, announcements get made of course everybody's not going to be happy with whatever everybody's always going to feel like somebody got snubbed or mm-hmm. why did they get it blah, blah 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 um but then you always see people like on social media see this is why we need to support our own when it when which it's never black. happens which never happens right we don't support our own either we talk trash about right. our own award shows and like so it's like do you care about award shows or not like which one is it i mean because I mean, for me, like I said, I'm not necessarily, I mean, awards are great. I'm not going to lie. Like, it does feel good to be acknowledged for your work, um, you know, especially when you're a performer. Because when you perform, even if you are someone who you perform for yourself and for your own satisfaction or you compete with yourself, you know that other eyeballs are on it. Mm -hmm. So when other people let you know, oh, I see this, I relate to you, this is quality work, that does feel good. But it's like, how much stock are we going to put in valid seeking validation elsewhere like i don't know like i feel like there's a balance that we haven't really yeah um i mean when it comes to us like supporting or caring about these award shows um i do think that we should you know we should care about it even though we say we don't i know we do um deep down inside and not only because of that you know wanting the acceptance and whatnot but the acknowledgement for the work that you put in when this is the highest award you can get for you know regardless if it's by white people or black people or whoever if this is the highest award you can get to celebrate and congratulate your success in a movie or a show then you deserve it the reason why we act like we don't care is because you know one of them hurt ones like somebody shoots you down i ain't want you ugly anyways (laughs) and why was you trying to holler like what it don't make no sense so we do care you know it's just you know we hurt and and respectfully respectfully like we we should be like it's not fair and you have to also understand for these for these actors and actresses and singers and creators or whoever are that are getting these awards they're getting a lot more work from just being nominated not only a- actually getting the award but just being nominated look at Cheryl Lee Ralph mm-hmm. from from Abbott Elementary which I'm not going to hold you I, I, 
I mean, it's a great show, but like all these awards that they're getting, it's kind of like, okay, we're just going, we're going to give y'all, y'all, like you know, y'all stuff diversity. because, <laughs> right, because we've had a lot of other great stuff that have come out that don't get anything close to it. So that's almost like, you know, the white man kind of picking the one, you know, little black uh, show and then we're going to give y'all all these awards, but um, I'm still happy that they're getting it. And look at Cheryl Lee Ralph right now. She about to start singing at, um, at at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. she wasn't gonna do that if she ain't get all these awards or at least nominations. She so, with the, so yeah, she got that because she been doing this since the seventies. Mm-hmm. She's the original Dina and Dreams Girl, the Dream Girls. So it's like for someone who works hard, who believes in their craft, um, dedicates, and just just sacrifices so much. We deserve the acknowledgement. We deserve. The awards, we deserve it all. So we should care about it. Shouldn't act like we don't. And I feel yeah. like I got to clarify because I, I said I don't care about award shows. Did right. I say, okay, yeah, I just want to make sure. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, but like you also said that other people like, you know, black people, we, we either care about the awards or we don't care or like we get mad or we say we not mad. You yeah. know, yeah, we got to We got to be strong in what we believe in. So. So, yeah, that's um, it. there is a movie that got snubbed that. um I will say I'm I'm actually surprised. I mean I don't you know you never know what goes into because it, it's like a panel of people. Um, Till the Emmett Till movie. Uh-huh. So I saw it last year and I remember I went into it and I was like I do not want to see another movie about Black Death. Yeah. I really don't. Um, but I saw it and I was just like okay. First of all, like everyone that pulled strings on it, like the director, the executive producers, like uh, Whoopi Goldberg was in it, but she was also an executive producer. Um, the director was a black woman. I can't think of her name right now. And then there's a woman, Danielle. I'm going to say her her last name wrong. I need to pull her up. But she played Emmett Till's mom. Oh, she was amazing. Danielle Dead, Dead White. I don't want to say her name wrong. I'm just Danielle D. Um, we'll say that. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But she played Emmett Till's mom. She's a great actress. She's been in other things. And I saw that. And I was like, regardless of how anyone feels about, oh, this is another movie, trauma porn. It's not trauma porn, by the way. It's not. The The, the team around it handled it with care. They did a really good job. But, yeah. Um, Danielle, I think, I think she was robbed. I yeah. Think, uh, yeah, like, See what I'm saying? When I saw, I was like, she blew me away. I'm like, she's such an amazing actress. I almost didn't even recognize her because I had seen her. I think she really came onto my radar um, in The Harder They Fall, mm. the West, that Western. And um, she played a completely different character. I mean, that's what actors do. <laughs> right. But um, I almost didn't recognize her until. Wow. So I do feel like she was snubbed. Like, I, you know, and if this wasn't the movie for her, that did it. It just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. But no, her her awards are coming. I want to say her name is Dead Danielle Deadwire or Deadwiler. I don't even want to jack up the woman's name, but Danielle D. Danielle D. You deserved better, <laughs> girl. You deserved better. Um, but yeah, okay. So we'll still watch it, I guess, and uh, we'll no, see. No, they they crafted a really nice story around because um, I think if you learned about Emmett Till like growing up, it's mm-hmm. usually the focus is on the murder and yeah. that the murder set off the civil rights movement. But mm-hmm. this movie humanizes him. You get to see the mother son relationship, mm-hmm. and then um, how Mamie was very instrumental in yeah sparking the civil like she is sometimes women don't get their props and just do when it comes to activism and civil rights but none of this that i think she she single-handedly kind of like 
sparked the whole civil rights she movement. She understood yeah, the power of, of the image. And so they did a beautiful job telling the story. They did not show the violence. They showed other kinds of violence, like microaggressions, which were mm. very um, hard to endure. Like when they were in the courtroom and yeah. people yelling out all kinds of slurs and trying to make Mamie look like she's some criminal and she yeah. raised a criminal son and same stuff that happens now mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was um, even to the point i read a script that i was gonna audition for um i don't even i don't think it's this one but there was another script on um the trial of um emmett till and it there there was a point where i think they came back I don't know if it was a year later or a couple of years later, I forget, but um, to try and reopen it. And um, the prosecuting uh, team kind of went and and got the story of his father, who he barely even knew, you know, who was out in war and said that um, why was he executed? Found out that he was sleeping with a white woman or flirting with a white woman and, and like, said, basically, basically said, well, th- he came from him. So. That's probably what just happened to what like which makes no effing sense. But just seeing that and to know that this was just a couple of decades ago, mm-hmm. you know, which is is super super wild. So that's why I do think that they, they these, even accused her of lying. Of, of they lying. Were like, oh, yeah, Emmett like, Till is not dead. Like He's what? In the come world. Come on, man. Come on. So um, yeah, I, that's why I you know when I hear about yeah we're tired of black trauma and all that, I'm not. I'm not because you might be tired, but this new generation that's coming up that is not getting taught this in school, they need to see it. So um, I'm saying keep keep it up. Emancipation, keep it up. Talking about um, slave world, keep it up because, look, we're going to be the only people that's going to teach ourselves this because I didn't learn none of this in school. We need, we need the balance. Um, we definitely we do we need do those stories. We and, do need but the stories. There definitely, of course, but there is. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, we, it's not like we get we coming out with a slave movie every year. It's like every couple of years. You know, it's not. It ain't nothing to you know to tell a story. And I will say, there's a there's actual there's a stat that said in 2020, 2020 was probably the most diverse year in Hollywood mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. But there's still sort of an imbalance in terms of the storytellers. Like oh, absolutely. Now we're seeing more people in front of the scenes but we still need more of our black or bipoc people yeah. of color writers directors we absolutely. still need more of that behind absolutely. the scenes too, so. absolutely so we're making progress though but yes, yes. But okay. I, I agree um you know people get on twitter or, or just any kind of social media all the time reveal how much they don't know um yeah. there was a supposed hip-hop authority that tweeted that a legacy hip-hop authority some social media manager tweeted that they didn't know dj jazzy jeff was an actual dj <laughs> Um. <laughs> so when you see stuff like that, that's when yeah. it's like you know we 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 need those history lessons across yeah. the board, especially now with people in 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 governorships trying to erase any kind of black history. So you know it's important. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, lastly talk about everything happening in black culture. Yeah. So um, I want to start with uh, music. Okay, we got Super Bowl and we got Beyonce. You mean the Rihanna concert? We got the <laughs> Rihanna concert because I don't even know who's playing in I the Super Bowl. Either. I don't know if they've announced it. <laughs> no, all I know is uh, apparently for the first time we're going to have two black quarterbacks facing off. Yes, off. I do know that. Nothing to me. I do know that. It means something to me just because they. <laughs> I mean, but, it's great. It's cool. But yeah. like. 
it doesn't. Uh, we don't know their names. Not into look, look. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I am my, my into gonna kill me re- loves football. Uh, nah. All right. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm super hyped about this. Um, yeah, you know, it's just it's re, and I know that um, she's gonna bring it. You know, I know the these artists that they don't get paid for it. And a lot of times they even put their own money into it. Mama's a billionaire. Mm -hmm. So mama's going to throw on some fireworks. Mama's going to throw on some dances. It's going to be a show. We see what she's delivered with Savage Fenty. Um, We've seen what she, how she's single-handedly taken over Victoria's secrets uh, lane. So um, I I just know she's going to bring it in. I just love her as a, as a performer, as an artist, and just her character. You know, she she's just a a bad b who don't give a damn about nothing, <laughs> and I love it. And I know she's gonna show that hell out. Yeah, I think I think this this is gonna be good. I mean, she's smart. She's aware. She knows like fans are riding her for new music. I don't know if we're gonna get new music at that performance, but you know, she knows that she has a lot to prove, a lot to show. Yeah. Not even a lot to prove, but you know. She has to come with it because people yeah. have been missing her. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, um and uh Beyonce, the first day of Black History announced her Renaissance, Renaissance tour. Yeah. With no music videos out yet. I mean, can we get some visuals, B? At this point, I don't care about it. <laughs> At this point, honestly. I still care. No, honestly, <laughs> it's disrespectful. <laughs> how she has held out on, and then you're going to give little teasers as if we were going to get one by one each week I'm like can we get another movie or something like I don't on. want it I don't want it because I don't the, even know what the acts are because I like, don't want it and then yeah well I thought it was three acts four four I think it's supposed to be four so that's four different albums she was supposed to come out I don't with know, but we didn't know what the acts were like I think the album was act one but oh. then, like, we, we're still, like, we don't know. We don't know what the other <laughs> stuff is going to be. Um, the fact that she knows that she's just holding, you know, a carrot in front of us. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of it's kind of disrespectful to your she fans. She is going <laughs> to drop a bomb on us one day. And everybody I don't want it. Is gonna, I don't want it. You no say more. that now? I know. And I'm going to be hyped when it come out. <laughs> exactly. Doing the whole dance. <laughs> but um yeah i see a lot of people ready to sell their mother's cars um i see a lot of people ready to just do what the hell they can to get these tickets so big ups to y'all who's gonna do that because i I don't really go to concerts like that i'll do that for janet jackson and janet jackson only Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um big ups to y'all i'm gonna catch it on youtube or something i feel the same way (laughs) i'm i am going to see usher in uh, oh Vegas. vegas i i am too when, yeah, when I, I I don't know yet, but I will. That's a plan. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, those tickets are are a lot more manageable than yeah. <laughs> Beyonce tickets. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to see. Usher. I I have seen Beyonce perform live. Me, like, yeah, me too. So I've I've gotten the chance to see her. Right. Um. Yeah. I'm kind of like if I don't get any press. <laughs> Tickets, I don't know if I'm going. Unless somebody <laughs> buy me tickets. Clearly not on her press list because I was not in Dubai. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, okay. I didn't yeah. get that invite. So. Right. But I don't know, people are like mad at her about that. People are trying to, um, I've seen people like say boycott her and. Ain't nothing yeah, we'll going to happen. No, nobody going to boycott her. Nobody. Is it because she performed in a country that doesn't support LGBTQ yeah. or women's rights and stuff like That's that? That's what it is. You think, um, I don't think she cares, honestly. Yeah. I mean, uh. I think she cares about, I think she cares about those issues. But I mean, if you're going to. Boycott them. I mean, there's stuff going on here. 
Yeah. That's kind of like so like where do, where do you where's the line yeah, side? Like where do you draw the line? Yeah. Um so big ups to yeah. Uh well uh what else? We got uh 50th anniversary of hip hop, black culture. Hip hop turns fifty. That's all you, yeah. baby girl. Yeah, yeah. You so that's uh, all you about your upbringing, like what what did you listen Michael to Jackson? Up? Michael Jackson <laughs> <laughs> and oldies. Michael Jackson like, is surprisingly or was surprisingly hip hop. Yeah, surprisingly. it was. It was. Okay. Listen, jam, jam. Here comes the man. Hot jam. <laughs> <laughs> listen, all right. Prince so too. Prince. Prince too. Like literally, I mean, but that just goes to show how beautiful hip hop is. Is the voice of the voiceless. Um, you know, I grew up. Yeah, watching and listening to the Jacksons and all oldies, but hip hop got a lot from the oldies. So I still, you know, I still was, I respect so much about it. Um, I remember seeing like rapping LL Cool J's Hey Lover, like in, in elementary and like, and knew every word, didn't know what the hell I was saying, but knew every word and like visualized the music video in my head every single time. So like, you know, I, I did grow up with more so 90s hip hop, even okay. though I'm an 80s baby, just because I couldn't really listen to it. So I snuck off to listen to it. You know what I mean? LL Cool J is probably the, one of the first men I ever had a crush on. I probably was like two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or like my, like he, he's one of the artists that was played in my house or that I would hear. And mm -hmm. uh, cause I'm also an eighties baby. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think yo MTV raps may have been around by the time I, yeah. I came along, but like, um, hip hop in general, I think, uh, let me segue away from the LL stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an interesting art form because, like so I've I've written about the trajectory of how hip hop came to be. Like that stems back to um West African mm -hmm. real traditions, mm -hmm. but also to um slavery in the Americas, yeah. um, the Caribbean and the United States and how like they would do the slaves would pass time by singing work songs and also they use these work songs as coded language. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they were like the original diss tracks. Like they were on these plantations singing these songs, dissing the hell out of yeah, okay. the overseers and those people. <laughs> and they and didn't look, know what they were they, saying. They ain't know a goddamn thing. They like, wow, this sounds pretty good. Exactly. Right? But <laughs> it, it, it mess. definitely had an interesting trajectory. Um, and even like Michael Jackson is one of the artists I used to criticize MTV for not showing mm -hmm. black artists, um, hip hop artists, mm -hmm. um, black artists really. Because um, that's the thing. I grew up. So hip hop was in its infancy. So yeah, like I said, I, I kind of remember LL Cool J. Like right. I need love and like oh he's cute. Like what mm -hmm. is this? What is this that I'm feeling? Um, <laughs> and yeah, like, I, um, I I do remember like be, uh, the Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper, see it? Like that was mm -hmm. played at my birthday parties Salt when I was like sure. two or three. You know what I mean? And I do remember seeing the videos like this. So with my family being African, and I saw that they was listening to that back then. So yeah. I, you know, I do know that. Um, it, it touched so many people. But it you also so had some people. black elders that didn't rock with hip hop at all. Of course, that was a whole thing too. Mm -hmm. Like getting it on the radio. You even, like you had some black people who were like, why are you listening to this this jungle music yeah. or like they it, there was respectability politics involved in that too. Like mm -hmm. oh, they're not creative. They're just taking samples and right. just rapping over it. That's not creative. But a lot of these artists, like um, Tribe Called Quest, for example, um, they basically revived muddy waters career muddy waters is a blues man oh i'm i'm a super music history black oh, music history nerd right. so but muddy waters is is um he, he's a he's a blues singer or he passed he's a blues singer and um 
Tribe Called Q-Tip would sample a lot of his stuff and it kind of gave him new life. So, and that's not just the case with him. A lot of these artists, because, you know, the music industry business-wise was the Wild Wild West and a lot of the artists used to get stiffed on money. Mm. So then when hip-hop came around and it was like, oh, you're going to sample me? Okay, well, I'm right. getting paid. So, yeah. you know, um, interesting genre, fascinating genre. It's gone through lots of ebbs and flows. Um yeah. You know, I don't know what's happening right now. Uh, I'm just gonna be the old person in the room. <laughs> I mean, no, but there's there's some artists that I that I still mess with, but um, for the most part, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, to me, I'm. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna be the old person. All right. Um. It's just, it's just weird to me when I hear hip hop artists or rappers say, "Yeah, I just started rapping last year, and now they're." Grammy That's nominated, or um, yeah, I just went into like Takashi Six Nine. I just went into the into the booth and just talked shit and got Nicki on it, and now it's the number one and song it's because they they go viral for being trolls. Yeah, so I <laughs> and um, there's no artist development. And I, there's you don't need it. You don't need that. But anymore. when but when you see them at festivals and they're <laughs> oh, on stage exactly. out of out of breath and. Just looking boring. crazy, looking crazy. So, so I do hope that the quality of hip hop um, and just the the respect in the art and the craft does come back. I do. Um, there are bops that I do like from some of these influencers. I don't call them rappers. <laughs> is, this is the age of influencer rap. Yeah, that is literally that is when thing. somebody came up to me and said, hey, I got a dope beat. Let's put you on. And I was like, excuse me, <laughs> who, me? You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't a rapper. But you're an influencer. You have a crowd that wants to see. L listen, once it becomes a part of my heart and I do feel like I have music that I want to put out, then I will. But I'm not about to join this whole, you know, this whole trend of people who don't have the talent or the the passion. There's a just level want, of self-awareness that I think yeah. is um, disappearing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because it's the same thing with people singing. Like, oh, you don't got to know how to sing. We just put you on auto-tune. You, you're good. It's annoying. It's annoying to me. But um, that's the world that we live in today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But going back to the celebration of Hip Hop 50, yes. there are elements of hip-hop that we should celebrate. Um, I hate that it's a lot of it now, a lot of the hip-hop that seems to be pushed is um more on a destructive front mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. um self-destructive in terms of um black people like with you know glorifying alcohol and just mm -hmm. drugs drugs and, and violence, suicide bragging about killing people <laughs> listen um hip-hop's never been perfect never had a perfect track record but I, I think there's more of the glorification of negative now getting pushed mm -hmm. and that has to do with a lot of different elements but i, I definitely want to because i feel like you can find any kind of artist now that yeah. that's that floats your boat because of the internet i definitely want to see more positive artists more creative artists get pushed um because hip-hop is a very creative art form and i think it comes from a spiritual place it does like, you definitely have to have some level of um smarts and and creativity and just be able to tap into another dimension yeah. to, to bring out the words and the melodies and the lyrics. I mean, it's what our ancestors did. So, Absolutely. and not just the rapping, but dancing, break dancing, producing music and graffiti. People don't really talk about the elements and do y'all history, man. Do y'all history is so much more than what you're seeing now. Look up big daddy Kane, man. He's one of the early hip hop showmen, big daddy Kane, salt and pepper. You mentioned salt and pepper. Mm -hmm. They were some of the like early mm -hmm. show the, the ones that really gave you a for real, for real show. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that was amazing. That was really good. Listen, <laughs> we had a whole a whole lineup for y'all. Uh-huh. Felt good. Didn't even need a guess. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I can't wait for you guys to see the next episode. We have so much more uh, planned for you guys this year. We um, hopefully will take this on the road and start seeing some of y'all in person, too. Yeah. That'll be pretty cool, right? Yeah. Anything you want to say at the end? No, I think this was a great episode. Um, looking forward to content coming out on socials and the website. We have things in the works. And, um, yeah, like... Keep checking back in. Yeah. Happy Black History Month and keep being black. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.